0: we're dealing with people's money and we're dealing with people's children and in my mind those are the two things people are most likely to get emotional and passionate about so it's critical that we take the safety and the care of those customers and their money incredibly seriously. You know, Our mission statement is to make every kid smart with money. We have not reached every kid yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we chose that word every quite deliberately quite deliberately. Mm-hmm. So it's continuing to do what we do, continuing, continuing to improve our services. But mm-hmm. yes, it's also working with Acorns to start to connect in um, older kids, uh, mm-hmm. young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already embedded Go Henry in the US inside the Acorns premium tier. Um, so that means if you are if you're a US listener and you subscribe to Acorns, um if you're using their premium tier you get go henry for free um so it and that is a you know that's a first step and those are the kind of integrations you'll start to see across the countries that we operate
1: in hello and welcome to the latest episode of STalk with me elaine pringle schwitter the podcast where we talk to C level executives leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals one of the current topics they talk we listen
0: Can you imagine getting into a business or a market where you actually spend a hundred billion plus on a piece of paper? Are you kidding me?
1: It was like a frying pan to the head.
0: I got nothing against CFOs. It was not just the job of a lifetime, it was the job of a thousand lifetimes.
1: I'm excited to be talking to my guest today as her company's product has been a valuable asset for many parents today, including me. She's an astute entrepreneur that was on the pulse of financial inclusion and literacy for children long before it became fashionable and commonplace. Everyone will know this app. And you can hear a sigh of relief when I mention its name. This is a new series on Headstalk where we talk about executive C-suite leaders in the finance and fintech world that have influenced and led the discussions we are having today in this space. But before we get into that, here's a brief message. This episode is sponsored by Axia. Axia is the leading private cloud platform in the Alessian and Matamos ecosystem, combining intelligent solutions with security and control. Axia's clients profit from digitalization and automation of critical business processes in a cloud and hybrid architecture. 150 staff provide migration, engineering, and support services to over 200 leading organizations in 32 countries. Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter. Louise Hill is the co-founder and CEO of GoHenry, the prepaid debit card and financial education app designed to teach kids and teenagers how to be smart with money. Responsible for the UK's operation of GoHenry, Louise has built the business from the ground up and played an integral role in its international growth. Firstly, with GoHenry's acquisition of French fintech PixPay, followed by the merger with US fintech Acorns. As a passionate advocate for financial education, Louise is a trustee of the Centre for Financial Capability, a mentor for the Creative Destruction Lab Accelerator Programme at Oxford University, and a speaker at leading executive MBA programmes across the UK. Louise is also a huge supporter of women in business, regularly speaking at events and offering her time as a mentor for female founders, startups, and scaling businesses in order to drive cultural change around female leadership. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Louise to Heads Talk. Many thanks for being with us today. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Let's get right into this episode um, with the first question. Um, Heads Talk has a large following um, in a number of countries around the globe. So, with that in mind, um, briefly tell my listeners the story behind Go Henry. How did it come about, and what were the triggers?
0: Well, I co founded Go Henry. Um, Back in 2012, seems like such a long time ago now, Mm -hmm. but after realizing that there really was nothing in society that could help teach my own kids about how to be good with money in what was becoming an increasingly digital world. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally, they used to stand in front of me on a Saturday morning with their hands out, expecting pocket money. And uh, I was finding, because I was using a debit card, shopping online. Contactless had just arrived in the UK. Um, I didn't have any cash, and um, they were beginning to use Apple, uh, use iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd been lucky enough to have iPods mm-hmm. and were spending money like crazy because uh, I was that mum who let, gave them the login <laughs> to my iTunes account. Um, and yeah, it was it was really trying to figure out, gosh, how on earth do I explain this to my kids in a practical way, and realizing that there was nothing there um nothing out there to help.
1: I understand your story about the iTunes. I did it once and never again. Um, <laughs> can, can it be used globally? It can,
0: yes. Um, we we uh, partnered with Visa um right from the beginning. And so um we issue a Visa debit card in the UK. We actually um use work with MasterCard in the US. Mm-hmm. But yeah the, the card can be used anywhere that Visa or MasterCard is accepted. Um, there are a few protections because we offer the cards to ages 6 to 18. Um, as you would expect, some of the over 18 services are, are blocked. So um, you mm-hmm. can't use a GoHenry card to um, play online gambling or something All like right. that. Right.
1: No, that's that's fine. So roughly how many, how many customers do you have?
0: Well, together with PixPay and Acorns, it, it's over 6 million oh. um, and across five different countries. So Go Henry's been in the US, been been in the UK since 2012, in the US since 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and we acquired Pixpay in 2022. They are live, they were live when we bought them in um, France and Spain. And mm-hmm. we launched this year in January in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, five countries and over
1: six Great. million customers. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, Go Henry was one of the, if not the original app in the UK dedicated to children and teens today what would you say is its usp well we were the we were the original um yes, i thought so provision for for children
0: and um yeah when when i was out looking for seed funding to to launch the company there were there were plenty of people telling me i was crazy and asking why on earth a child would need to be able to use a debit card or to be able to shop mm. online mm. but Things have moved on a little bit since then. Mm -hmm. Um, Our USP, I think, is very much that um, we are built for parents and kids by parents. um, We're even funded by parents. We had two amazing rounds of of crowdfunding in in sort of year four and six of our existence. Mm -hmm. Um, And we not only started the the category, but we are the only player who... Is this is all we do? So we absolutely right. focus yes. on young young children, teenagers, and financial education, financial empowerment, financial money skills. <laughs> so there there are other players out there in the UK now, um, but for the in, in I'm just thinking through actually. In in every example, they're either a bank that's yes. introduced something. Yes for a younger slide. children yeah. yeah so they're, they're so, or yeah. a card that's done the same thing yeah right. and and also i think we are we're unique in the fact that we embed a huge amount of financial education so there is the utility of being able to pay and being able to set up tasks mm-hmm. and chores for your children mm-hmm. and set parental limits mm-hmm. but um Several years ago, we introduced what we call money missions, and they are in app gamified mm-hmm. mon- money lessons effectively. They're, they're little videos, um, uh, recordings, quizzes, all, mm-hmm. all kinds of things that are embedded within the app, some of them triggered by certain behaviors. Mm-hmm. So if you were merrily saving up towards a a long-term savings goal and you go to release it you you might get a little bit of coaching on thinking about that mm-hmm. um but also there are a series of lessons that you can choose or the child can choose to work through and earn xp points and go up levels and mm-hmm. um, in, in that gamified way that young people learn today
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and that is unique to to go henry um it it's split into Three different age groups so we we have six to ten ten to fourteen and fourteen plus so it's age appropriate and in some cases we've had to provide uh we've been asked by parents to provide um notes for them or information for them because uh it's amazing when you talk to talk to parents you'll you'll suddenly have a conversation with somebody saying good grief he knows more about uh compound interest than i do is there <laughs> anything i can read
1: <laughs> well, well you're doing your job then if that's the case yeah <laughs> absolutely yes. absolutely I, th- I think it's interesting because you you mentioned I, I didn't know about the italian um connection uh, in in terms of go henry you talked about the five countries but so what are the differences you are seeing with how children manage their money in the different countries i mean where and who's doing better than the rest and, and why do you think <laughs> that's the case? Um, Goodness.
0: Well, right. Well, if I think back um, the height of the pandemic, I will tell you tell you one of the uh, one of the very visible differences was the UK went into lockdown and obviously in store transactions fell off a cliff, but Mm -hmm. online transactions increased (laughs) exponentially Mm -hmm. Um, in the US. they certainly didn't have or there wasn't visible the same kind of lockdowns that we did so um uh, in store spending went on it dipped a little bit but it it continued strongly throughout the pandemic which was interesting um other differences we that there are cultural differences um around how i think the readiness of parents to offer these kind of services to to their children so even though the, there, is, there are multiple studies, and, and one in particular that, that is often cited um, by Cambridge University, that show financial habits start to be formed from the age of seven, um, which is the reason we start GoHenry at age six. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, Europe, uh, the services that we offer start at age 10. And that's really because... Um, there was a reticence, um, I think it's one that we will be challenging over the coming months and years, mm-hmm. but there was a reticence for parents of younger children to start to talk to their kids about money and get them involved with using money. Yeah. So, you know, that's a that's a slight cultural oh, yeah. nuance yes,
1: there. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, uh, well, incidentally, uh, I've always been wondering about this, why the name Go Henry? Where does that come about? How <laughs> that come
0: about? If I could have a five pound Note or no, a five pounds on my Go Henry card for every time that question's asked, and somebody says, Oh, is it the name of your son? It <laughs> absolutely is not the name of my son. Your pet? I, no, no, not even. No, it's actually the name of the first child ever to use one of our cards. When we launched, we were called Pocket Money and we spelt it with no vowel, so it was p-k-t-m-n-y yes. yeah. And I still remember thinking that was terribly clever at the time, but. <laughs> Um, it became very apparent very quickly that it was far from clever because at any time I spoke to um, the press or there was an article about us or even when people phoned up, <laughs> they would get the spelling wrong or they'd say, can you see what they've done there? It's sort of text speak or yes. Or, or they'd phone up and say, can I speak to Louise from... <laughs>
1: I mean, just ridiculous. And also so, if you branch off into different countries. The pronunciation, yeah, oh, God. yeah
0: yes exactly so th- th- that brainless. was a, a phenomenal error really but <laughs> so we said about deciding to change it i've always been a huge proponent of learning by doing i i'm a i'm a practical learner i think you have to teach people how to do things not not just the theory and uh, particularly when it comes to money mm-hmm. and so we'd latched onto the idea of go and we decided it was going to be go something um and there were a group of us with the marketing team sat over one side of an office working on that. And there was go this, go that, go all sorts of things. Nothing that was really sounding right or that everybody liked. And true story, over the other side of the office, um, this was probably in early in the second year, a lady who's still with us today, a lady called Claire in our customer operations team, She was working through our customer database, flagging all of our beta testers um, in the database. They were people that we loaded £50 onto their go, well, at the time, pocket money card, Mm -hmm. and asked them to spend it, try and break it, you know, feedback Mm -hmm. to us so that before we launched to the public, we wanted to strip them out of the reporting Mm -hmm. um, so that we were looking at true customers um, when we when we looked at our reporting and she suddenly piped up and said guess what the name was of the first child ever to use one of our cards and it was a little boy called George who lived in Bristol and Ooh. somebody somebody else said of oh, George I just said George it was <laughs> Henry who lived in Bristol right. and um somebody said go Henry and it stuck. Know. So oh, nice. that's that's where it came from and normally the next question is, does he know? And the answer, well, the answer to that is, he didn't for a very long time. But when we reached one million customers in the UK, we yeah. we set up a competition for our customers and said, the the family that signs up with the millionth child, um, we'll bring you to London for the week. Um, you know, we'll we'll take mm-hmm. you on the London Eye, we'll bring yeah. you to a photo shoot, and we invited Henry's family as well. And um, I clearly was thinking of his brothers because he has a brother called George. Um, <laughs> but three three boys, lovely, lovely family. And they came back again for our 10th anniversary. And um, Henry launched the Go Henry grads series, which is where kids that have grown up, because, of course, now he's 22, 23, mm-hmm. um, kids who've grown up and moved on from Go Henry um do us a blog post, or come and talk to us about how they use money and how they see differences between themselves and their peers, and what they think they got from Go Henry. Really, I,
1: I can I can imagine him going around telling everyone that story that Go Henry's. <laughs> I can just imagine that. Well, his, his 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 brothers call him the Henry because oh, right. when when
0: when he came when he came up and joined, uh, came into the offices. Um, we were kind of going around introducing him and everyone was, was saying, oh, he's the Henry. <laughs>
1: so, uh, yeah. They well, he, he is. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's talk about um, collaborations, successful ones. I mean, you mentioned the visa. Mm. And so it would be great um, to discuss the partnerships with banks, financial institutions, et cetera, that enable Henry's functionality and success. Just sort of break that down with us. I mean, how have these partnerships and benefited the users the customer take up and the brand itself well do you know what i go henry
0: is the is the second business um that i i've started um and god it was back in 1998 i started an ecom business with with a business partner mm-hmm. um and one of the things i learned from that we we grew it we were reasonably successful um we got to the point where we wanted to expand <clears throat> and i realized we'd run it on such a shoestring that we didn't have the capacity for me to step away and start to fundraise. Mm -hmm. So I swore that when we started go Henry, different, different co-founders, but when I started go Henry, I wasn't going to make that mistake again. Mm -hmm. And so we built from scale for scale from day one. Mm. Um, It meant we had to go out and find more funding to launch. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. did mean that for a good number of years, we didn't need to rebuild or reconnect mm-hmm. or restructure anything. And we went out, and the phrase I use internally um, is to work with world-class partners. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something I hold um, true to today. Um, again, one of the things that we talk about when somebody joins Go Henry. Is that they're joining a company, not only a a company that's very, very much mission driven, um, but they're joining a company where we're dealing with people's money and we're dealing with people's children. And in my mind, those are the two things people are most likely to get emotional and passionate about. So it's critical that we take the safety and the care of those customers and their money incredibly seriously. that's kind of stating the
1: obvious but it's but now but then it was very different and I'm just thinking at the time Louise at the time this was a very new concept so Mm. how did you market it how did you get anyone to listen because it wasn't there before so you know you're pioneering it was new how how did you you go about doing that convincing people
0: um I think sheer determination ultimately (laughs) um you know a huge madness uh, yeah absolutely that always helps um yeah you 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 know I passionately believed that this was something society needed that sounds very grandiose but I I really did I couldn't see how we could carry on in my words leaving children behind because that's what we were doing we Mm -hmm. were all using cards Mm -hmm. that you know I can remember my son saying to me um I'd said oh no I can't afford that sweetheart and he just he said "We'll go and get some more money from the machine and I thought well yeah. he doesn't have a clue does he but why would he you know nobody we weren't explaining that to kids you and, to and... it in cartoons do you <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> and
0: uh you know we can hopefully we will come on to that We're, there's yes. still a lot to be done in in financial education for kids today yeah. Yeah. but um it was persistence. So, it, you know, I passionately believed in it. I hope that came across. I have to believe it did because um, we had some amazing investors who put money in on day one. Um, mm-hmm. And many of those investors who are still with us and have continued to support us over what is now more than 11 years.
1: Um, oh, you delivering a great product so I can understand why they remain with you. Um uh, y- You've already answered this question, but I just to, if you could expand on it when, when we talk about GoHenry today and how it's grown. I mean, you mentioned about the Italian partnership, but I didn't know about. But any other new sort of partnership acquisitions or mergers that you'd like to talk about? <laughs> well, the most recent one,
0: I mean, fin- um, acquiring PixPay um, back in the summer of 2022 was amazing. We'd been deciding where we going to. Launch ourselves in in Europe, or were we mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. acquire? And we met the team from Pixpay, and um, to to repeat something, our CFO at the time said um, they they walked like us, they talked like us. You know, they passionately believed the same things we did. We came to an agreement. We 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 acquired them, and that's been amazing working with that team. Um, but for the last two years, um, we've been talking to Acorns and and um so for those people outside of the US probably your listeners yeah. um acorns is uh, a financial wellness provider a, a fintech in the US mm-hmm. they started and continue with the mission to bring investing to what they call the everyday american um to enable easy access investing um they they started with things like a dollar a day or roundups going into your investment pot but enabling everyday Americans to invest easily and learn about investing for the long-term. So diversified portfolios, staying in for the long-term, constantly drip feeding and adding funds to that pot so that they develop wealth. You know, they develop um, financial wealth as as they um, go through life stages. They've built that out. So they provide lots of other financial services as well. And we'd been talking to them for two years, um, finding a way that we could come together because we just felt that they didn't have a, a child offering. We didn't have an adult offering. And that if we came together again, both very clear mission driven companies all about financial wellness, financial empowerment, we could then deliver that to the whole family and provide go henry members with acorn services acorns members with go henry services and and that really has um taken us a, a huge step forward and and um that's what i'm working very hard on at the moment.
1: Okay, excellent, excellent. Let, let's talk a bit about the users themselves of GoHenry, your customers. Yeah. Um, what do the parents say are the top reasons? I suppose it goes into the USP, maybe not. What are the top reasons for them using GoHenry as opposed to other means of financial management for children?
0: Primarily, um, the feedback is well. Well, one of the my favourite pieces of feedback from customers. I think it's ninety-two percent of customers say that their kids are more confident with money after they've used GoHenry, mm-hmm. but when when we ask them why, they always say financial education. Mm-hmm. It, they never say to give them pocket money automatically, or so I can so I can set up chores for them. It is the much bigger picture. It's all about financial education, and and when you drill into that, it's financial empowerment, um, and really. You know, talking to those customers that's that's the best bit about my job mm-hmm. and getting to mm-hmm. getting to listen to some of their stories, uh, getting to talk to some of them mm-hmm. um and hearing how what we do, the services we offer, how it's changed their child's behavior mm-hmm. um it's amazing to hear stories about
1: Imagine. you
0: know that can i can i can I have this? can I have that? Can I have the other and then when a parent can say, "Well, do you have enough money on your card?" Hmm. suddenly the narrative changes and that child starts to think do they really need that or how badly do they want that or would they rather save up for something bigger or something different yes and and also i mean there, there was one um parent that we were talking to um probably about eight months ago now um we were looking at savings um behavior and talking to parents about um how their children were saving and and saving more money um, Mm -hmm. since the start of the cost of living crisis actually and um, this mum told me about having watched her son save and how determined he was to save up Um, he wanted to go to Disney World in in, um, Paris Uh and mum had said a single mum with two kids had said I I can't really afford that and he said well I'll pay for my own ticket and he'd started saving Uh And was doing it so diligently and taking so much pride in it that she actually started saving for the first time in her life. Um, and built up a pot. And guess what? They went to Disneyland Paris. Oh wow. Um, you know, that's it's stories like that. That's when you know what you're doing is is
1: really having an it's impact. A real impact. Um, let's talk about the the, the product. Um, so, so how are the, the users, um the parents and, and perhaps children, how are they driving changes and amendments and additions to the GoHenry app, I mean you talked about talking to parents about the use of it and I think before the launch you did quite a bit of testing and prototyping, but while it's live you're sort of like what, 12 years down the line, yeah. is it a committee, a parents dialogue focus group or, or are updates and changes made just purely <laughs> internally? Um,
0: no, Mike, definitely not just internally, no we constantly talk to parents. We, and children and teenagers, mm-hmm. um, constantly, constantly. No, we don't have a, a committee, um, okay. we don't have a kids' board. Mm-hmm. We prefer to do it by going out to our customer base mm-hmm. so that we're talking to different parents and different kids and different teenagers all the time. But we also, of course, go out to non Go Henry um, parents and kids because it's equally important to understand how they're perceiving the mm-hmm. services that we offer. And yeah, the the services are driven by um, the changes in the services are, I would say, 90 percent driven by what customers are asking for or where, how we see them using the services that we
1: provide. Mm. I'm just wondering, uh, is there sort of a, a moral dilemma with being paid to do chores? I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish it <laughs> was available when I was younger. But, but what do parents of say about that bit of the app? Well, I chuckle
0: when you say that, because I think that is probably our most Marmite feature. Mm. So, um, you know, several years ago, if we wanted to create a little bit of noise on social media, we would put out a post saying, quite deliberately saying, should you pay your child for chores? Because I, I, it really is Marmite. There, there is a huge body of parents who will say, child's a member of the household they should automatically be expected to help around the house and then there's another body of parents who will say you know whatever it takes um or also this is how i teach my child that you earn your money you you have to work um you know that there is a payoff for doing tasks um be they in the world of work and employment or or Doing your homework every day or emptying the dishwasher,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm 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 sitting on the fence with that one because sometimes <laughs> I think it's handy because I haven't got the energy to do anything else, and and sometimes I think no, well as you say, you're part of the family, you sh- you should contribute. Okay, now let's talk about this this topic. As I mentioned at the very beginning, you are one of the pioneers in this space that today it's on everybody's lips, everyone's talking about it, but you were actually doing something about it ages ago. And that's the, 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 the financial literacy. Um, what can I say? You've been doing it for decades, yet I'm astonished that today it is not compulsory in schools. What are your thoughts on this?
0: Oh my goodness, where do I start? Um... <laughs> Yes, it is on the curriculum uh, in secondary schools in England, um, which is interesting, has been since 2014. So next year will be 10 years where it has been on the curriculum within the PSHE um, remit uh, in secondary schools in the UK. I should I should start at the beginning and say in short, I think financial literacy should be compulsory in every school in the UK, mm. no question. Um, and actually, last week, we launched um, a campaign called Make Money Count, uh, which is a, a petition asking the government to make financial education compulsory in every primary school in the UK. Because as I've said earlier, start start young. It's really important to start young. Um, and uh, you know we are that's out on social media any of your listeners can can search for make money count mm-hmm. uh, and and sign the petition um, you have to be a uk resident to sign the petition mm-hmm. if we reach 10000 signatures we'll get a response from the government if we could reach 100000 signatures it will be debated in the house which would be amazing but really we are trying to drive awareness and drive momentum i mean mm-hmm. you you said it is a phrase that's on everybody's lips at the moment financial inclusion is a big thing yes. Yes. and the understanding that if you start young you can really shift societal norms i mean it's it sounds so enormous but actually it's incredibly possible yes mm-hmm. and shift if, if we
1: start with those small steps mm-hmm. exactly um what age do you think this should be taught i know go henry starts at 6 the actual customer but do you think financial literacy should be st- Age-appropriate um, lessons should be taught earlier.
0: Yes, I do. Yeah, I think it can start in primary schools. Um, it, it can start at age four with games. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly at age six with with lessons. What we're promoting at the moment, and you mentioned earlier in in, in introducing me, that um, Go Henry is a member of a financial education charity called the Centre for Financial Capability, and, and mm-hmm. I'm actually a trustee of that charity. Yeah. It was set up to um, drive a mission um, behind getting every child in the UK um, to develop the skills and behaviors Mm. to navigate financial decisions later in life. And um, we're working together with them. This petition is a Go Henry um, campaign, but we're working together with TCFC to call for government to make it mandatory. Um, we're actually proposing uh, a bikeability model. Now that will only mean things to your UK listeners, of us uh, younger UK listeners. Right. When I went to school, it was called um, cycling proficiency.
1: Yes. But that.
0: basically, it is—it's uh, it, a scenario where it's funded by the government. Every school, but every school has to bring in um, external providers to. Deliver that service. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do it. We do it for swimming. It's mandatory that every child in the UK is taught to swim whilst they're at school. Mm -hmm. They um, the school brings in or takes the kids out to swimming pools to learn Mm -hmm. to swim in the same way cycling proficiency is taught. And there are multiple providers in the UK who provide that kind of financial education in schools, but it is not reaching every school. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that um it is on the curriculum for secondary schools uh but over the last 10 years the government has really pushed um schools to become academies and academies do not have to follow the curriculum Mm -hmm. so the financial education that is in secondary schools is incredibly patchy Mm -hmm. Uh, it really is and Mm -hmm. and and we need to change that
1: i know as I, i mentioned in this introduction you do talks in uh, universities and mm-hmm. educational establishments but do you, do you get invited by schools you or uh, go henry personnel into schools in an assembly just to, to spend I don't know an hour talking about that Do you get that sort of do you get them approaching you or is it more governments telling them what to do I, I'm trying to get a feel for yeah. who's driving no, no. no
0: I think you know I've i'm going to say i was i was a governor at a uh, my local pre- secondary school for 8 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and i i'm very aware just how much teachers are expected to deliver these mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. you know it isn't just reading writing and arithmetic it it, it, it it's a vast realm of much much wider skills uh, you know pshe is a, as an example you know um citizenship mm-hmm. um ed, uh, sex education Mm -hmm. Um, behavioral education all kinds of things they have an awful lot to do yes schools do reach out to us it's not a service we offer we don't have um we don't have people on on our team who are trained up to go into schools and and deliver financial education when schools do approach us we point them towards one of the charities um somebody like my bank or red start or there are a whole number um Mm -hmm just finance. There are a whole number of charities in the UK who are set up specifically to go into schools uh, and deliver financial education. Um, what we want is to make sure that reaches every child in every school.
1: At the right age. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Um, you know, we, we talked about um Go Henry and you, Louise, being a pioneer in this particular um, product um, for um, kids and teens. Generally, I'd like to know generally, how do you stay updated and relevant and on top of with all this rapid changing data trends research on financial management and literacy? You you talked about the teachers being overwhelmed with work. I'm I'm assuming you from when you started go Henry, to where you are today, probably getting a little bit overwhelmed and getting (laughs) many of your tentacles in different places that you probably didn't expect to be
0: that's very true yes that's that's a really good question yeah i i listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. um i uh, i use it particularly when i'm driving or or uh in the evenings mm-hmm. and i it's it's about if you care about something you make the effort i think is what it boils down to so this really matters to me so i try and read as much as i possibly can um you know, the Internet's made that so much easier uh, than it was 20 years ago. And um, I network with a lot of others who share my passion. Uh, there are a lot of people out there. Um, and I mentioned the Center for Financial Capability. I've name dropped a few charities. There's the Money and Pension Service. That There are so many organizations in the UK who care about this. and And industry. You know, if I look wider yes. to financial services, lots of the financial services providers companies wealth managers they all want this to happen so yes i, I network a lot with them i try and keep
1: on top of it uh like that goodness mm-hmm. okay um let's let's end this episode of Talk with uh, a couple of questions about the future and um, first where to next for other than what you've already mentioned where to next <laughs> for for Ge- go henry would it be for over 18s for companies for interns i don't know i'm just throwing stuff in yep. so you know what i've said and just tell me where to next we go henry
0: um immediate uh the immediate future I've got to get at least Ten thousand signatures on our petition right. so please please look for make money count and go and sign
1: up and oh, no, actually um, give me give me uh, I'll, I'll speak to you, um, elaine to give me the link so i can put it in your show notes as well
0: that that would be great no that would be really great Long longer term it's all about continuing that mission um you know our mission statement is to make every kid smart with money we have not reached every kid yet mm-hmm. um we chose that word every quite deliberately quite deliberately mm-hmm. so it's continuing to do what we do continuing continuing to improve our services but mm-hmm. yes it's also working with acorns to start to connect in um older kids uh mm-hmm. young adults mm-hmm. um, we've already embedded go henry in the us inside the acorns premium tier um so that means if you are if you're a us listener and you subscribe to acorns um if you're using their premium tier you get go henry for free um so it and that is a you know that's a first step and mm-hmm. those are the kind of integrations you'll start to see across the countries that we operate in
1: excellent it'd be great to share those links in the show notes so as people listen to that they can click on that right. Excellent. excellent um, and finally um we can't have a conversation these days without talking about AI. It would have been nice to have this <laughs> conversation without even mentioning AI. I'm so enjoying it without having I mean, to mention that. But you know, we are where we are today. So, <laughs> so what what would the fast development of this technology, AI and generative AI, do for go in Go Henry in the future that will not that is not currently available?
0: Yeah, AI. Uh, you know, it is it is exciting and Terrifying in equal measure, I think. Mm. Um so already um we're we're testing trialing using Gen AI to in our contact center mm-hmm. to help resolve customer support issues, to be able to answer questions in context and improve um the speed of answer to our customers and obviously longer-term customer satisfaction. So we've already got that in in trial um, for both our UK and US customers mm-hmm. um i think where i see it in in also in go henry is uh really increasing efficiency by providing more personalized insights to customers so i talked a little bit about earlier on about um, how our education money missions work and and how we can we build in behavioral nudges mm-hmm. we can do that so much more quickly and make it much more bespoke to the individual if we can use ai in the right way mm-hmm. um and so it, it's looking at how we do that and and really i think that's the huge opportunity for financial services is really providing bespoke guidance and advice bespoke services um, so increasing the personalization um to to customers to to do a better job mm.
1: Louise Hill it's been an absolute pleasure. As a parent, thank you for your app. And many thanks for your time and insights.
0: Thank you. It's been lovely talking to you.
1: Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, ElainePinkle.com forward slash Headstalk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of international. Heads Talk Podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.